0: Headliner Radio, the creative voice.
1: A very warm welcome to Headliner Radio. Today I'm joined by viral electronic producers Duke and Jones, who recently released everyone's favourite TikTok sound, Jiggle Jiggle, as a single, uh, which we're going to be talking about today, uh, hopefully amongst other things. Uh, guys, welcome to the show. How are you? Hello. Very good. Very
2: warm, but lovely to be here.
1: Yeah, it is good. It's, uh, it is a warm one today, so... Uh, yeah, stuck inside, but hopefully you can uh, get out and enjoy it. But yeah, thanks so much, guys, for um, for taking some time out day to have a chat. Obviously, really appreciate it. Um, whereabouts are you joining us from today?
0: Sunny Manchester, so north of England, yeah. Is that where you're both from? Yeah, yeah. So we grew up in South Manchester, and then we moved about two years ago to an area called Media City. So it's nice. It's by the water, so we get some, some nice views.
1: Lovely. Lovely. And before we talk about um, the track, obviously, and, and what you guys have been up to music-wise, um, just for our, our listeners, what what are sort of your musical backgrounds, the pair of you? Like, when did you first get into production? When did you When did you meet? I guess, and and start doing this together.
2: Okay. Well, we've got a whole spiel for this question because we get it quite a bit. I was going to um,
1: say, we we actually
2: knew each other technically um, before we were born because both our parents were friends when they were both oh, well, like yeah. we were in the same primary school year. Uh, Luke was a lot cooler than me in primary school so we, we didn't really hang out that much but um, do you know when you're like 13 or 14 and you're too young to go to your own New Year's Eve party so you have to go where your parents are going and his parents are coming to my house and he's he like oh, I don't want to go there man it's boring at their house Which? like they play weird games <laughs> and the food's vegan Um <laughs> So then we just sort of sat there like you're you're right, like not see each other since primary school, like, oh, what'd you like to do? Just make it small things like, oh you know, make my hip hop beats on logic. And I was like, ah. Same. Yeah, nice. So then we sort of went upstairs and spent the rest of New Year's Eve making terrible hip-hop beats. Yeah. And then we started doing that every week. So it's been like a, a long, long time. So
0: that was probably when we were 13. Yeah. Really? Oh wow. and Okay. We're both 26 now. So it's it's yeah, it's been a long Half time. It's yeah. <laughs> been spent doing music yeah. together. But I mean at the start, it was very much just a hobby. I used to always come around on weekends we play a bit of FIFA, make some unhealthy toasties and then just make beats for like four hours or so on Saturday or Sunday. And then it just continued like that the whole way through high school. And I studied music tech uh, um, in high school. And then I went on to do it further in in college, I mean, I think after college we thought, you know what, like we could actually give this a proper name and and like, you know, go for it. So we came up with the name Duke and Jones. And then... Yeah, you went off to uni, didn't you? Indeed. And um I was in my mum's mum's house in my in my room working away for about three, three years. Three years, yeah. And then um I think yes. we didn't put a deadline on it or anything, but I think when he came back, it was kind of pressure on to, to make something happen that year. Right. And luckily we had a, a few good opportunities, like a remix for, for Marshmallow, which kind of Gave us the a good start to, to thinking this was, could be something we could do as a proper career, and then yeah, since then it's it's just been all upwards, and long may it stay that way. Yeah,
1: was so was the marshmallow remix? Would you say that was sort of a bit of a a catalyst for you know started the sort of snowball effect, started things off for you guys? Um, it was probably actually Zed.
0: So I think I, I say it was the marshmallow remix, but I think the one big one we had before that was. Um, yeah, Zed hit us up on Twitter and was just like, Love your stuff. Like, I'm doing a song called Happy Now. Do you want to do a remix of it? And we we're like, Yeah. So that was our first, I think, major label remix. Okay. And then, uh, yeah, and then we ended up doing three more remixes for, for Marshmallow. And each one kind of was bigger than the last. And yeah. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Yeah. It
2: was all remixes, like, initially, yeah. like the ones that got the big numbers. Um, yeah, it was a, sort of what got us more recognised, I guess.
1: And the name Duke and Jones, where does where does that come from? You might. Get to know. <laughs> Which story do you probably get asked this? this a lot as well?
0: We have about seven different. and I'm not going to lie, they're all fake <laughs> stories because we literally just sat there. His dad used to call me Luke the Duke for no reason because my real name's Luke because he's just cause he's tall. I yeah, guess just sat in right. there. And um, so he used to call me Luke the Duke. So I said, I don't mind taking the name Duke, and we always wanted to have an ampersand and make it obvious that there was two of us you know, like like, chasing yeah. status and yeah, yeah. It was called Gent and jones as well and people like that yeah. so we wanted to make it clear there was two of us so we just sat there on skype probably about three hours just like duke and hmm, duke different names and, this, duke and
2: that yeah. and Elias, duke jones rolls up the tongue and then um <laughs> we went to this like little dj class because we were more producers than djs we wanted to learn how to mix properly yeah. Um, and sort of the ice one of the icebreaker things everyone went round and said their stage name and the teacher kind of just rinsed them um, he did it to everyone it was equal opportunities yeah. but he said Duke and Jones oh, you guys sound like a law firm
0: I've never been able to unhear that yeah, now. kind of I just ruined it yeah yeah no
1: it does roll off the tongue though for sure yeah it does, um, yeah.
0: I feel like with any name if you say it enough times and you're, you're with it for so long like yeah. then it works like yeah. There's a few names I can think of off the bat, which if you were coming up with, you'd be like, that's not a very good name. But then you've heard it so many times exactly. now that you're kind of like, oh, it just yeah. works. Yeah,
1: yeah, for sure. Um, so since you guys have been working together, which is obviously best part of, you know, your whole adult lives, um, do you feel like you bounce off each other really well? Like when you're working together in the studio, like your collaboration is obviously like, you know, a, a, is one of you sort of better at certain things and, and you kind of lend your skills in that way. Oh yeah, this this goes
2: way way back to um, he was the drum guy and I was the melody guy because uh, I that's I did some
0: respect to the name. It's percussion boy and melody.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sorry, yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, because I I did I did like piano lessons for a bit, so I just have more of a uh, thingy, kind of melodic thing going on. Yeah. Stuff, but Luke was much better at finding sort of pockets, of drums, and that sort of thing, and then like because initially most of the equipment was at my house and we gone to mine. What it meant was we'd like make a beat and then it would be left on my and So I'll be like, oh, I'll just clean it up, do a bit of mixing and mastering. So then that, that thing has led to like, I will do mixing and mastering. Luke is just much better at picking sounds and like layering and that sort of thing. Okay. And I think it's interesting because it's one of those things where because we started by splitting it off, it's gone even more in that like specialist direction because it's like, oh, why would I bother to pick choose some sounds because I'll just let him do it and then go and have a drink of water or something and then come back to it and, again, like,
0: yeah. There's definitely songs, though, where, I mean, I think when some people do collaborations, say one person did 90% of the work and the other person did 10, some people can't kind of handle that and they need to to make sure that they get their side across, whether because we're... always come collaborating with each other there are songs where it's like 90 10 or 90 10 back yeah before, there's a lot so of stuff like,
2: while i was at uni where basically all i did was tell you to change a clap and then do the master like but, but I, mean, I, still... I,
0: I think we did a tune on last year called hold on um with uh sam day and it, that was mainly him and sam day i did like five percent of it i yeah. literally had a couple things yeah yeah but, I guess, is when you work together for so long, you realise that not everything has to have equal amounts of work put into it. Also, it
2: just helps to have somebody who's going to be completely, completely honest about what they like, don't like, what needs changing. Because, like, been at it that long, and as, as friends, where, you know, by the time we were 15, 16, I was just very used to him being like, I, I'm, not sure. Sure. I'm not sure no, no. if what it used That's to do. What it used say. to be was sketchier. <laughs> it used to, after I'd been on, like, slowly turn it down and turn it down to the point you couldn't really hear it and then mute it. <laughs> and then I wouldn't know, it was like... It was <laughs> it was like, like gradually sizzle.
0: phasing out whatever he'd added and would be like, oh, this yeah. version's... The- one isn't it and then i'll be like hi channel (laughs) Um, but no yeah now we just
2: we could just say say that sort of thing
0: i mean just just this morning we were working on a track and i mean i'd probably say the, the way we produce the most is where one of us will just do like a whole day's work on it and then the other one will just do other jobs and then we switch the next day or if someone's like say it's something which is more melodic and stuff like that, then it might be more suited to him. Then I let him have it for three days. I do one day. Today we were doing um, 15 minute pass. (laughs) We had a timer up and it was like 15 minutes. There you go. And then, um, yeah. And then obviously you sat in the same room. So we just keep bouncing ideas and stuff like that. Nice. It's
1: it's cool. And and I like the fact that obviously you guys are mates, so you can just be brutally honest with things and, and, you know, get, get things done quick and, Yeah, no, it's it's cool. Um, Obviously, I want to talk about uh, Jiggle Jiggle. Um, So for our listeners, uh, Duke and Jones teamed up with Louis Theroux, who um, everyone everyone will know. He's a bit of a national treasure, obviously. Um, And and the tune's gone absolutely insanely viral, um, mostly on TikTok. Um, Where did the sort of original idea come from for for the track obviously like the sample is quite hilarious really um but uh, and obviously when it first come about it was it was sort of uh, everyone just jumps on it but yeah where did where did you guys sort of get the initial idea for that
0: so i mean we're, we've been doing this this auto-tune series for so long that we both sit there and, and try and find ideas but a lot of the time it's tiktok followers who like recommend stuff to us but it's got to the point now where our friends are getting involved. So, one of our mates came around to have lunch whilst I was working, and um, he was preparing his pie to go in the oven. And uh, he was like, Oh, have you seen that Louis Ferru chicken shop date thing? You should do it for your TikTok series. So, I was like, Nah, no, I haven't. And I saw it and I watched it and I thought, Okay, like it's a cappella, he's rapping pretty in time. It's Louis Ferru on chicken shop date with Amelia. Like, there's so many. Elements of that which made it perfect to do. So I said to him, "Go on, and you at your pie in the oven, fifteen minutes on time And said, "Once your pie is done, I'll show you what I've done." And when the beeper went off, we showed showed the track, and that was Jiggle Jiggle. So it was, it was literally fifteen, not yeah. It was, it was <laughs> a bit of a flex to him, so it was it was fifteen minutes it took. Um, and I think I showed you it later on. I think, and then you, you did the bit of mastering on it and stuff like that, but. Yeah, it was actually just 15 minutes from a, a friend's suggestion. So
1: that's great. Was, I love that. Yeah. Thank you for that. Yeah. Where did, um, how did you get hold of the, the sample, like the whole creative process behind it? I mean, we spoke a little bit briefly already about how you guys go about a track. And I, I'm assuming that kind of varies depending on what kind of track you're working on. But how do you go about like getting the sample, getting it cleared, all that kind of stuff?
0: I mean, I'm not going to lie with, with the auto tunes because it's not, because it's like, um, for social media stuff and for our tiktok we have to divide time so our usual music the project files are massive and they take weeks sometimes months to make with the auto tunes like i said they're often made in 15 minutes so it's, it's all about speed and getting it up so a, a lot of it is just splice loops dragged in and pitched and, and stuff like that where it's just done yeah. to a, a quick
2: and like it all like all of it is basically just ripping audio from Viral stuff like a viral news interview or like somebody else on TikTok and just ripping that. So, Lou, that original Louis through TikTok was just ripped from Amelia, the chicken shop, that YouTube, yeah, show. yeah, yeah. Um, which again it only works because she's so awkward. Like anybody else doing that kind of show would have background music, yeah. but thankfully, her whole shtick is it like yeah. the silences, so nice and clean,
1: yeah. I, I, I you know, everyone is. It's very kind of um, it's culturally. It's like everyone's I'd like loves chicken shop. I mean, like it's hilarious, obviously. And you know, it's it's kind of talking about music a lot as well, which is is cool. And it's um, the fact that you guys then took that, turned it into something. I think is um, it's cool. But it's it's like I say, it's hilarious as well. Um, I I love it. Um, did you uh, was you quite surprised that it went so mad? Like, obviously, it got picked up by. People like Snoop Dogg, Lizzo, doing dances, all kind of things to it. It was what was that for like for you guys when you first saw it, sort of blowing up?
0: We've had a few go viral, obviously none to that level, but there was one that we did like a week before, which was of um, Miranda Cosgrove. Yeah, iCarly. Yeah, and it was What's Your right. Favourite Curse Word, which uh, ended up doing really, really well before we got a season desist from Disney, but we'll move past that. <laughs> um, so that one was doing really well. and We uploaded Jiggle Jiggle like a day after it. So a lot of the initial views on Jiggle Jiggle came from people checking us out from that remix. Right. And then once we took down the remix, Jiggle Jiggle kind of, plateaued a little, around 60, 70,000 views. And then these two girls on TikTok called Brooke and Jess did a dance to it, which is now the Jiggle Jiggle dance. And I think that just catapulted it from something which probably would have done all right to something which everyone can get involved in. Because there was quite a few like big pages using it already, but over stock video, like all the football teams were using it because it says dribble, dribble. So they were using it on that aspect. Whether no one was doing a trend which was uh, able for everyone to do. Because once everyone
2: starts doing dances, that's just then like hundreds of thousands of yeah. videos that pop up in people's feeds with that sound. So, it's, yeah, I think it's the dances that really definitely
0: it was a day where I was <coughs> refreshing the video and it was doing about 100k every 10 minutes. And I was just like, oh, I was like, that's not normal. I was like, maybe 10 every minute is like it's going viral, but 100 every minute. I was like, that's getting silly now. And it continued like that for literally the whole day. Because when we were trying to get the studio version out
2: and it was, you know, it takes a bit of time to get everything sorted, I kept being like, man, we've got to catch this before it dies off. Like, got to do it quick. And then there was a bit of a delay um, with the whole Neil Diamond saga, which we can get into. Yeah. And I was thinking, like, oh, it's getting ages to get this cleared. You know, we're going to miss the momentum. And then it just kept going. Like, oh, it's for number one Shazam in China, like India, all these places suddenly out of nowhere.
0: Yeah, I think that that's a, it's a key is mad, thing yeah. is that we always thought it was going to be just the UK, maybe a few Americans who know Louis Farouk, but yeah. I, I would mm-hmm. probably guess that he's not very well known in China or India and places like that, whether... You wouldn't think so. Yeah, yeah. And, and, but the fact yeah, that it mean, has been
1: picked <laughs> up there is, is quite... It's, it's just like it shows you the international appeal, really, doesn't it, of like maybe the musical style as well. Cause it's very accessible and like you say you know you put any kind of dance to it and plus it's louis ferru I, I don't know maybe maybe people in china do love louis ferru uh who knows but
2: it's a about the actor i think some people just assumed it was like a hugh grant kind of just like a a generic posh british voice yes, yeah sort of just like the
1: sound of yeah rap. yeah oh, what's this neil diamond saga you mentioned then uh, right, if you if you, if you if you care to, I mean, you've mentioned it now, so
2: you recorded
1: the um, the studio version with Louis. I went to the studio and, and recorded it. How how was that? Can I just interject? How was it actually like? In the words, surreal. Yeah. Um, <laughs> surreal.
0: <laughs> I gave him the clammiest handshake <laughs> of my breath, so I was, anyway, before I came in. I was just like, well, we um, we had like five minutes before where we were like, oh my gosh, what are we going to do? Like, do we boss him around and all that? But I guess when you're doing music, it's like. After the first five, 10 minutes of niceties, you are there to, to do a job. So he started commanding him around. <laughs> I was telling Louie to use essential voice and stuff like that. So it, it was it was very comfortable. And that was credit to him that he made it. So yeah, easy he was looking to work. He, he came in. The first thing he
2: says is just like, oh, thank you so much for coming down. And in my head, I'm just like, what, what do you mean, thank <laughs> you for coming
0: down? <laughs> we we um, I don't think he had a clue how big it was as well, because um when we were chatting at the start, I read out some of the stats and I think. At the time, it was on like 3 billion overall views on TikTok and a few kind of million on YouTube. And I told him, and he was like, ooh, like he had no clue it was going that big. And then there was other people in the session from, from his team and from TikTok. And they piped in and were just like, oh, I've got people saying it. They're hearing it in Brazil. They're hearing it here. Like, And Louis's like, Brazil? Oh, why why do they care about me there? <laughs> so... I don't think he had a clue how big it was. Um, I reckon he probably does now <laughs> because I think yeah, I, I think he worried he'd made his life hell because <laughs> obviously he's incredibly famous, so he's going to get stopped anyway. But I think it's one thing to get stopped by fans who know who you are. Rather than people who think you're just a TikTok <laughs> yeah, you're going to get. That's, that's get what people. he said was happening. He said yeah. people were like you're the guy off TikTok, and it's like no, he's Louis <laughs> Farrakhan. <for real. laughs> get it right. <laughs> yeah, in probably um, a nutshell, it that's was brilliant. Yeah. He was he was lovely. Well, um, back to Neil Diamond. Yeah, sorry, back to Neil Diamond. So,
2: so we recorded all this, um, thought we were like ready to get it out, and it was going out through Sony, and then somebody at Sony turned around and pointed out that the um red red wine line that he sings where he's he's interpolating ub40 but neil diamond apparently originally wrote that song so he was the kind of the rights holder um so somebody's only pointed out that if we don't get neil diamond's permission for this he could just sue us for it i don't, I don't like to think he probably wouldn't but you know got to cross the in that. yeah yeah and so so a week before, so, we so a week before we we're supposed to release it and then um waiting for him to hear back and like no news from his team, no news from his team. So we had to start making these other versions without that line. So there's one where that bit is just like the noise of like a champagne bottle being popped and like pouring noises, which it was okay. But, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't quite as iconic. And then the the, the morning before it was supposed to come out, wasn't it? They finally came through saying, yeah, uh, Neil's approved this. And apparently that's, um, Louis is a big fan of this, that Neil Diamond's had to sit down and listen to him
1: <laughs> and, like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> do. he's got the approval from Neil Diamond yeah. 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 No, I, it's great. I, I love the fact that he didn't he he was sort of quietly unassuming, you know, didn't really know you know how big it was and then he's obviously uh he's obviously found out um which is which is hilarious. And um I'm quite jealous that you guys got to meet him to be honest because you know he's obviously he's, he's a ledge so um that must have been pretty cool to to spend a bit of stuck time in the studio with him. Um Certainly, you probably certainly would have thought you would have ended up in in a studio, in a recording studio with
0: Louis Farrug. No, not when it was posted. No, there was a point where we thought we should probably try and see. We, we, I think, the goal was to try and get him to do a video of it, but he wasn't on TikTok at the time, or just acknowledge it in some way. And I think our manager sent an email to his management saying, "I don't know if you've seen this, but my client's did this, and it's popping off." And that was how it ended up. He was like, "Yeah, let's go to the studio." So
1: sick brilliant yeah. so um so so what's next for you guys like what's uh, obviously i'm assuming you're always working on new music um but uh what's in the pipeline for this year that you're that you're allowed to talk about at the moment um sort of release wise
0: yeah well we've got um a couple of remixes for some big people um which should be coming out and then just the, the usual stuff, I mean, we've we're, got so many different projects on the go. Mm. Um, we're, f- we're so flirting doing... with the idea of, uh, of doing that, yes.
2: but you know, that's that's in its very, very early conceptual stages, okay?
0: Yeah,
2: yeah not quite sure what how that would look and will fit together yet, but okay? That's, that's the plan to try and get something put together,
1: yeah, that'd be cool. That'd be cool. Boney M um, as well, we're doing, uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> we're doing some sort of track there. <laughs> because we're, we're trying to get um
2: our, obviously our, the TikToks are all just hilarious, but a lot of them are hip hop beats.
1: Yeah.
2: So we're trying to just sprinkle a little bit more house stuff in there because that's what we actually make. So we're trying to make some uh, f- more fun sort of disco-y house stuff for TikTok as well which and, is the sort of thing I'd do
1: for fun anyway. Yeah. Even if on hosting it, just because it's a good time. And um, some potential gigs planned, like you said? I mean... Possibly, yeah. I think
0: we're been, yeah. we're getting our US visas sorted, which oh, should cool. be fun. Hopefully. Hopefully. Um, we're going to be extraordinary aliens. Yeah, as <laughs> they call it. <laughs> but uh, no, not not for the moment. We're not going to be lined up. So.
1: But yeah, soon come, I'm sure. I'm sure you'll get tapped up for something like, you know... But no, that's 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 great guys. Um I think that's a nice place for us to to leave it. It sounds like um I mean you guys have put your name on the map now, so it can only as far as I'm concerned, it's it's upwards from here, do you know what I mean? So and I'm I'm sure you guys are feeling it too. So um all the best with everything you've both got going on at the right. moment, um individually and together, obviously. Um sounds like you guys have got a good good thing going on, like a good little good little partnership. So, um, we'll keep an eye out for, for new music coming soon. Um, so, yeah, thanks again, guys, for your time. For the purposes of the podcast, we'll Thank say our goodbyes and uh, hopefully catch up very soon. Yeah, yeah. perfect. Pleasure chatting. Have a You're lovely day. All right, take care.
0: Headliner Radio, supporting the creative community.